am recording. All right, so Eric, I've thought long and hard about today, okay? Okay. And I feel like I've been doing something wrong the entire time we've been doing this recording. for the. Oh, what's that, Davion? Uh, I haven't let you do an intro. Not once. Really? Oh, my. Uh, I feel like that's messed up. So, oh, my uh, God. I'm on I'm, the spot here. I'm letting you do the intro for this one. So it's all, it's okay. all on you. It's all on you today. All righty. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Behind the Plays po- podcast. I am the official, unofficial co-host of the Behind the Plays podcast. Pa- pod this is podcast? why I don't do it. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Eric, and I'm here with the host. Please yeah. welcome your host of <laughs> Behind the Plays, Davion O.W. Hello. I love this. This was great. I had a great time with that. That was beautiful. Oh, my God. You put me on the spot. I'm so sweaty. Uh, I, I you did a good job. I, I missed the full octave there. Yeah, you're right. I, you didn't go high enough. You caught the pod pass. There was a mess up before that, too. I, I don't remember what it was. It's fine. That's what post-editing is. Don't worry. I'll perfect you send me Super Bowl week. I'm going to have you send me a clip of you saying podcast. I'm just going to plug it right in there. And it's going to be like, welcome to the podcast. For the no, you keep, no, keep podcast, but just play <laughs> podcast right now. <laughs> so, all right, here you go. You ready? Ready? Yes. ISO. Podcast. Podcast. Perfect. There you go. Cut that out. Use wherever you want. Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Behind the Plays. I am your host, Davion, and you know who already is here with me for NFL Divisional Playoffs, recapping, and conference championship. I guess I was going to say week, but it's pretty much a day, so yeah. It's weekend, yeah. Weekend. It's actually only one day. It's on Sunday. Podcast. They used to do it one on Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, one on Sunday. They stopped doing doing that, I don't know, like five or six years ago. I don't know why, but like... I kind of like that. One day, one in the morning, or one in the afternoon, and one at night. I liked having one a day. Yeah. Give me something to do on Saturdays. Right. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Football. Football. We had a very good weekend of football. Um, had some pretty rough injuries to some quarterbacks, too, this weekend. That was also not the greatest. But um, we definitely yeah. had some very quality football games. I felt like, f- to me, two out of the four were very quality games. And what, one was, wasn't quality strictly off the fact that someone got hurt, and the other one was just someone being better. So, Yeah, one was, a, one was a little bit of a blowout. One is kind of a cheese ball, whatever. Yeah, like it's unlucky at that point. Yeah, our two Sunday games were hype, though. Yeah, the Sunday games were exciting. So yes. let's dive right into it, and I think we need to kick things off with the very first game of the week. And I'm glad we got this one out of the way first. Rams versus Packers in Lambeau Field. Um... Packers are great. The Packers yeah, they are. Real they, saucy. they won uh, thirty-two to eighteen. They won by two scores. Aaron Rodgers, future MVP of the yeah. league. Aaron yes. Rodgers for his second MVP. Uh, two ninety-six yards and two touchdowns. Aaron Jones had a rushing touchdown. Aaron Rodgers also had a rushing touchdown too. I just realized. And negative three rushing yards somehow. So that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> He's just built different. He is just built different. He loves gold. Have you seen that? No. That's what the um, so have you ever seen the like the Packers players celebrate? They they like throw their hands up in the air and like shake their hands. Yes. Right. Like ah, uh, like right. Yeah. And everybody was just like, "What the heck is that?" I saw Aaron Rodgers goes on uh, Pat Mac on the Pat McAfee show like once a week. Yeah. And he was explaining that it's from a gold member. They're saying, "I love gold." <laughs> so I That's thought that's interesting. <laughs> Yo, did you see the um the play? So Aaron Rodgers loves gold. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I don't remember who he threw the touchdown to exactly. Are you talking about the one to the... Alan Lazard? Yeah, where he, no, yeah, where he put the crown on his head. That was cold. That celebration was kind of cold. I was like, okay, a Rod. Okay. Or the crown? No, that one might have been the one to Devontae Adams, the one where Jalen Ramsey threw a fit. I don't know, dude. He put a crown. The on one to oh. Alan Lazard was hype because um, there's like a face up of him. He's probably calling like, hey, deep safety, you know, do whatever. But it looks like he just points at the end zone, and he just dots up Alan Lazard for like a seventy-yard touchdown. <laughs> so everybody was just oh, like, "What man. a what a Chad move right there!" But I don't think that's what he was doing. But still, very Chad-like. Dog, he he put the crown on someone's head, and I just was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, everybody was making um was given podcast Jalen Ramsey trash for that Devontae Adams touchdown because he kind of threw a fit at the end of it. But that that was not Jalen Ramsey's guy. You no, can no, no. see he the coverage guy, whoever. Who, yeah, you can see the coverage guy, whoever it is, like actually like stop midway. Right. Like, like I don't he, think he if was he kept his momentum fit. going, that's a contested catch. 
like you guys can understand like anyone else who if you've ever competed before or in and you're you're a competitive person and someone misses an assignment and it can cost you a basically a championship at this point yeah um you would react the same way like if it's something like dude played amazing defense and then the uh, the offensive player just made a better play on offense it's one thing but yeah, if you like that. but if you blatantly mess up your thing and it costs you guys 6 points that's a big deal so i'm not mad at Jalen ramsey for how he reacted because that's how i would have reacted so yeah i agree I get like that yeah. playing pickup basketball. I don't even get paid to do that, dude. <laughs> I just do that to take my shirt off at the local public park. Is that yeah. not what we do at pickup basketball games? <laughs> not no, anymore. I, I'm not about to lie. I, I actually yeah. put on more clothing. Yeah, I, I'm a shirt kid because uh, I am chubby. And I've I mean, never really been comfortable be fair, with taking off my shirt. Let fair, alone that's not frowned like, upon out yeah. there. That bods are in, dude. Yeah, but this is beyond dad, Bob. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like this is like like That's like tough. a new game plus of dad bod. That's tough. I was not mentally ready for that today. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I you know who I really like is the rookie running back for the Rams, Cam Akers. He is. He's had good. a couple of big weeks in the last few weeks. He looks really solid recently. If he can get some stuff going, he looks solid. Yes, very solid. Um, yeah. All right. So now that the Rams are out, though, what's your opinion on the Rams next year? Because they they clearly have a good stuff. enough team. They went nine and seven, right? They went ten and six. Ten and six, even better. They went ten and six. They have a solid team. Here's the problem: they're in a very competitive NFC West, and I think the Rams are something like thirty million over the cap. Yeah. So they're gonna have to make some deals, and they're probably not the best team in the West. I think the Seahawks are better, and I think a fully healthy 49ers are better, too. With a better quarterback, potentially. Yeah, so we'll have to see. And the Cardinals so, are even up and coming. Exactly. So I don't know. The Rams might be in a tough spot next year, honestly. Um, I, they were good enough to go this year for sure, because they clearly did. But I think next year they'll be in a tough spot because of the cap space, because they're they're not the best team in the West right now. Like, I think they're... I think the receiving core is a little bit suboptimal. Like it's just a bunch of like dogs, but not no really the guy, you know. I don't know. Robert Woods is pretty good. They're kind of in the same situation the Texans are in, though. You, yeah, you see I what I'm saying? Like, I get that, but like. I think it's better. Their situation's that. better than the Texans. Uh, yeah, I think the but there's but people it, that can be comparable. Ones. Like I think. I think. I like Robert, Robert Woods. Woods I like Cooper up, Cup because Cooper Cup didn't play in this game. No. Um, and then Tyler Higby is kind of on the way up too. I like him a lot too. Yeah. Um, we'll just have to see, though, because, like, I think they do have those guys. I think not having Cooper Cup really hurt them this game more than anything, though. Yeah, I like their defense for the most part. They have good pieces on defense. They have probably the best secondary in the NFL, and they have probably, probably the best defensive the best player defense. in the NFL. Yeah, I was going to say, probably the best player in, on yeah, defense so, in the NFL. but, like, outside of that five, it's just kind of lackluster. So maybe they go to improve there. Jared Goff kind of seems like a bit of a, like, a middle-of-the-ground, middle-of-the-road quarterback. I'm giving him a break. He played extremely well this game for having he, a, yeah, broken with a broken thumb, thumb too. <laughs> yeah, like, very true. Like, I'm talking like even regular season inconsistencies though. I get it. Goff. Trust me, I, I'm the I'll be the first one to throw Goff under the bus. I think he's a liability for sure. Mm -hmm. But like at the same time, I also think I I gotta give the dude some props because he came out there with a broken thumb that he just had surgery on to perform in the playoffs for your team, and he did his job pretty effectively, if I do say so yeah. myself. The, the Rams' O-line, too, is possibly going to need some work next year. I like Not their O-line. It does need work. I like their O-line mostly because, shout out to my boy Corby. Austin Corbett plays right guard. A yes. very good friend of mine. I love that kid. Yes. Love that kid to death. Uh, but Andrew Whitworth is most likely retiring. Right. So there goes your left tackle. And it kind of just feels like the, like the O-line as a whole is, is very suboptimal. Right. So that could be an issue, and then I think they need they need to go get I think O line maybe a wide receiver and go get like a linebacker. Yeah, a good linebacker would be solid. Yeah, exact. I was but thinking the he, same exact thing. Here's the problem though: they are thirty million over the cap. They're going to have to move off of pieces like you know Robert Woods or Cooper Cup might not be around next year. That's They'll true. probably keep Jalen Ramsey, but maybe some of the other pieces that secondary aren't around next year. That's true. So that's the issue that the Rams are facing right now. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see, though, because we can't really 
can't really predict it until they figure out who they need to cut and who they don't need to cut. Yeah, I think the Seahawks are good. I think the 49ers, when they're healthy, will be good again, too. Yeah, they, 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 literally, they caught the injury bug and still won six games. I can't blame them. Yeah. So, we'll have to see for sure. Yeah, exactly. All um, right, you ready for Ravens-Bills? Yeah, this game was really sad. Um, I thought the Ravens were playing really good football. Um, I thought this was a very interesting game. I'm a little sad that the GOAT missed two field goals. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Uh, and not only did he miss them, he doinked both of them. That's what's funny. Yeah. He missed it's, off the left was, and off the yeah. right. It was genuinely shocking. But uh, Bills do end up winning this game 17-3. to Lamar Jackson suffered a concussion, like, right around the start of the fourth quarter, I think it was. I think it was, like, the start of the third, like, mid-third quarter. Yeah, yeah it was early. the second half, for sure. Yeah, and RG3 came in and did absolutely No, Tyler Huntley came in. Sorry, uh, yeah, Huntley came in and did absolutely nothing. Yeah, he is a rookie RG3. out of Utah. Yeah, because RG3 was hurt, too. Yeah. Uh, but he came in, we went 6 for 13 for 60 yards. You know, not terrible for a rookie getting his first start in a playoff game. Yeah, not knowing what to do here. Yeah, so not um, terrible. Um, the Bills played Josh Allen. Defense. Yeah, Josh Allen had 206 yards for one touchdown as well. That one touchdown is Stephon Diggs, who had 106 yards receiving. The Bills are such an interesting group of people because the hero of the game was probably that pick six from uh, Taron Johnson. 100%. The Bills. 100%. That's probably the play of the game of the difference maker of the game. That was not even not even a probably. That 100% was indeed the play of the game and the difference maker of the game. Here's the thing. It kind of feels like right now the Bills are is like a team of like scrappy nobodies, you know? Right. Like, they don't have a lot of superstars. Like, I like Josh Allen. I like Stephon Diggs. I like Cole Beasley. I like John Brown. Uh, Gabriel Davis is solid, too. I, and they have Josh former, Norman, which makes me upset. Yeah, Former Denver Bronco, uh, Isaiah McKenzie. So, shout out to him. Isaiah McKenzie's pretty good. I like him. Yeah, I like him. Um, and then, on defense, you mentioned... Uh, Josh Norman. Josh bro. Norman. They got Tredavious White. They got Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, Tredavious they White. They got Ed Oliver. Stuff. It just kind of feels like like this isn't like a big like collective unit of like superstars, you know, somebody right. like the Bucks or the Packers right now. Right. I think out of the four remaining teams, the Bills probably have the weakest roster. Agreed. But they're still finding ways to win games, which is huge. I honestly I think I I really like Sean McDermott as a coach. Yeah. I I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that it's Bruce Arians, Matt LaFleur, and Andy Reid. True. Also in the conference championships. He could potentially... Like Sean Mc... I, I love Sean McDermott. Yeah, he's awesome here. I'm also going to take back a statement I said last week. I said Matt LaFleur would win uh, Coach of the Year. Yeah. You said Andrew Reid would? Yeah, I, I said Mr. Andy Reid. Uh, no, Bruce I, Arians. I, not yeah, Bruce Arians, not... even. I'm, ret- I'm rescinding a statement. Um... Because they typically give it to a coach who has coached a team who has been recently terrible and, like, actually had a good season. Um, right. Cite Matt Nagy two years ago. So, Got coach it. of the year, I am I think, is Kevin Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski is the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, correct? Yes. That would make perfect sense. They even won a playoff game this year. So, yeah, I wouldn't be yeah, how do you, Yeah, the Cleveland Browns won a playoff game in Kevin Stefanski's first year. Kevin Stefanski's winning coach of the year. That makes perfect sense. I, I mean, maybe even the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bruce Arians is his name, right? I'm not tripping. Yeah, well, Bruce Arians is an older guy. Like, he's head coach in the NFL before. He was the coach of the Cardinals when they went to the NFC Championship against the Panthers a couple years okay. ago. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then he retired and then came back, kind of like he took like a year off or whatever, like Mike McCarthy. Was Bruce did. Arians the head coach? The was, was Bruce Arians a coach went uh, for the Cardinals when they beat the Packers to go to the Super Bowl? No, that was okay. Ken Wisenhunt. Okay, I needed to know for culture's sake of what's about to happen this coming weekend. Are you talking like 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 twelve years ago? Something like that, where they played the no. Steelers. Yeah, that's the only Super Bowl. No, the no, no. Have yeah, that to, right? that wasn't yeah Bruce Arians. That was Ken Wisenhunt. Ah, uh, got it. Okay. Um, I would no, know. Bruce Arians, I'm, before I'm he was the head coach in, in Arizona, I believe he was the OC in Indianapolis. Okay. For Andrew Luck. That's interesting. I believe. Hmm. Well, now I'm curious. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk about a couple things while you're looking that up. Um, Go for it. I think, I think the Bills 
are definitely have the weakest roster, but mentally are in the best spot, if that makes sense. I think the Bills are one of the better teams here because of that underdog, scrappy mindset. Like, I think Stephon Diggs had so much to prove this season. He definitely did prove it. Josh Allen had so much to prove this year, and he proved it, right? And now they're like, okay, so why stop there? This is kind of like the mindset I think that they have, and that's why they're actually going to continue to do well. I think there'll be a threat next year, too. Like, they're going to be scary next year. Okay, so to confirm, he was the OC in 2012, and he was the interim head coach that year for the Colts because that was the year um, uh, when Chuck Pagano had cancer. Mm, okay. And before that, he was the OC with the Steelers. So mm. actually, he would have played against the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. Been That's the a meme. Then. <laughs> right? There we go. Plot twist. That is a meme. Um... Yeah, so... I think the Bills have some great momentum going in. Um, oh, they do have a tough opponent for the Chiefs. But I really like the Bills. I really do. Uh, there were four missed field goals in this game, by the way. Literally, field goals totaled were two for six. I know it was dummy windy in Buffalo. It was stupid windy. It was Saturday like, night. crazy windy. They, they were, it was yeah. like super bad. So like I'm not blaming too many people for it because I think Justin Tucker is still one of the greatest kickers of all time. Like He's still going to continue to be good. I don't think Tyler Bass is that bad of a kicker either. So I don't think they no. missed. I don't think they missed because they're Cody Parkey, right? I think they missed because they. Hey man, Cody Parkey is five for Yo, six in play. Actually, Cody Parkey. I was gonna say that same thing. He's five <laughs> for six on field Dog, I was crying. But he it pulled five. up. It pulled <laughs> up, and I was like, man, imagine, imagine that I one kick, that dude. To- I said that to Alpha so fast. He's five for six on field goals and six for six on extra points. And I'm like, and I, in the playoffs. I remember the caption. I think it was Barstool Sports tweeted. They're just like, man, this guy's pretty good in the playoffs. And I tweeted it at Alpha. I remember yeah. his words were, "Why must you hurt me this way?" Yeah, exactly. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Alpha, our friend, our good friend Alpha is a Bears fan. Uh, I'm also an Eagles fan, so uh, we've both suffered the Cody Parkey trade. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought that was that was a hilarious stat. I laughed when I saw that stat on screen. When I was watching that game live when that happened, and I was like, D- "Wait, there's no way." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I think it's just tough. The pick six is really what tilted like the, the you know tilted the game into the Bills direct like direction because that was a that was a good drive. They were in scoring. They were literally were in the end zone. Like they were gonna score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they might as well. Have just, just run it in, but they didn't. So, and I think it was a bad pass from Lamar Jackson. He read the defense a little too wrong. So unlucky. It's what it is. Yeah. All um, right. Ravens had a you good chance for... to win that game too. I felt like. Yeah, for sure. Are you ready for Cleveland and KC? This was personally my favorite game of the week. I agree. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs. Played the Cleveland Browns in Kansas City. Do they even play? They play in Kansas City, right? They do. It's okay. Kansas City proper. Okay. I've good. seen their stadium. It's uh, actually right across the street from where the Royals play, too. Oh, that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the Chiefs won 22-17. to 17. Um, I think there was nothing bad to say about any team during this game. Baker Mayfield threw one pick, and those that like one pick is kind of, the to me, the changing point. I'm pretty sure they threw a pick. No, it didn't matter because they missed a field goal at the other end. Yeah. Never mind. It didn't matter too much. I just, I guess, I don't know. I don't know how to put this. I guess they just, it was The, not, the wow, Browns had every opportunity to win this game. I, I, yeah. Like, this was this was Andrew Reed winning this game, genuinely. Yeah, that last play was like, gutsy. Yeah, like so mid-third quarter, Patrick Mahomes goes out. He's got a concussion. And he is concussed, also a, and you could seriously see yeah, that. He, yeah, he had his bell rung for sure. Um, it also came out like later in this week. He's also having a toe issue or something like that. Um, yes. He was, he he was, was limping full during go the practice. Game. Yeah, he was full go at practice, but um, they said it was like a like a walkthrough day. So they like the, the medical staff basically said he was full go. If this was a full practice, he would have been limited. Right. But it's seeming extremely likely that he'll be okay and he'll play this weekend it's against only the Wednesday. Bills. Yeah, it's only Wednesday. Yeah, it's only Wednesday. So. But um, Chad Henney finished the game uh, with 6 for 8, 66 yards, one really bad pick. Right. He completed 7 of 8 passes, just one went to the wrong team. Yeah. Um, and they went for a huge play on fourth down, got it, won the game off of it. Chad Henney may have thrown one interception, but he made two really, really 
really big plays that game. And they were yeah. both on that last drive. Yeah, that last he, he drive he had him. that huge scramble to pick up a first down and then threw that pass on fourth down to uh, The scramble the wasn't a first down. The scramble wasn't a first down. So oh, the, the scramble's what got them to like fourth yes, and one or whatever. Exactly. So he scrambled 13 yards after getting sacked by Miles Garrett, first off. Scrambles 13 yards, dives head first, basically, to try to pick up this first. Doesn't get it, but that was a huge play first and foremost. And then they were like, uh, it looked like he sold this. It looked 100% like they were trying to catch them off sides. There were like five seconds left on the play clock. They're like, go, go, hey! And then Tyree Kill. And I was like, oh my gosh, Andy Reid, you legend. Yeah, like, that was uh, that was Andy Reid's giant nuts coming out on that play. Yeah, and I, I have to give um, I have to give Chad Henney some props there. He did that was gutsy. He came out there, won the basically helped the basically won the playoff game for them. Like that was that was it right there. Like he he doesn't do what he did. He did that's that's not a win. So yep, they might have come like Browns could have come back and won that game. Browns yeah, solid game for sure. Gotten there, they had every opportunity. They just didn't. So yeah. And once again, the Chiefs win in a close one. Chiefs win another game by less than six points, which has been the theme for the past, like, 12 weeks of the NFL. Or not 12, probably, like, more like six or seven. Um, excluding week 17 because they sat everybody. Yeah. But that's what the Chiefs were doing before the playoffs. They were barely winning these games. They were winning games by six points or less, I think, all the way back to week, like, 10 or something. Yeah, it is a while. Yeah, um, going back to uh, going back to the Panthers game week nine. Mm. Yeah, week eight they beat the Jets by a fuck ton, but so yeah, going back to week nine they've been winning games by less than six points. That's crazy. Uh, so another scrappy game. Good for the Browns though. They have a bright future for sure. Huge, very bright. And Odell Beckham Jr. is going to help them even more. And he was he was hurt for all the season. If he's staying in Cleveland. If he's staying in Cleveland, which he should, in my opinion, I think they should keep him. I do too. So what do you think the the Cleveland Browns need them? What do you think is the biggest piece they have? They need they have. Dude, I don't know. They're very well rounded. Exactly. They have arguably the best O line in the NFL right now. Right. They have one of the best O lines. I think Baker Mayfield really came into his own this year. They have so, two of the best running backs in the league, and Nick Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Jarvis with Landry, OB, Odell Beckham Jr. are pretty good. They have two really yeah, good tight ends. With OBJ back, Hooper. they have a great receiving core. I Austin like Hooper their, and like Njoku. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Miles Defensively, they have great Miles Garrett. Denzel Ward is his cornerback for them. Yes. And Greedy Williams. Like, I like their secondary, Williams, too. Yeah. Their team is disgusting. Yeah. Linebackers, so, like, maybe, they, maybe? Yeah, maybe they go get a linebacker. Or, like, they maybe go get, like, a linebacker, like, an interior D lineman. Maybe they need someone that's, like, a, they need, like, a backup somebody to be in their ear so that they can stay more consistent and win more games. I don't. I, I don't really – I think they're contenders now. Mm-hmm. I think they're a good team. I don't – I feel like half their team just needed to come into their own, and they came into their own halfway through the season. So that's when they started getting that push, you know? Yeah. If they could keep that consistency all season, who knows? It's Cleveland, bro. Who knows with them? They're 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 the weirdest team. Yep. So much talent, <laughs> and they definitely could do some work with it. So we'll see how it yep. goes. Most certainly. I think they're in a good position. Oh, we didn't really yeah. talk about the Ravens too much. I, same thing about the Ravens. They just got hurt. It was literally like Lamar went out. That's my opinion on it. Like, I oh, think their for team sure. is fine. I think the team is perfectly fine. They may need – like, J.K. Dobbins needs to be a little better, and they might need a power back because they just – I think they need to improve the, I think they need to improve their receiving core. That too. Yes, most certainly. I think Hollywood's a, like a slot two. He's not the one guy. They need a one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think they go out and get a receiver. They'll be great next year. Yeah, exactly. I like their secondary. I like their defense overall. Yeah, Matthew Judon, Calais Campbell. Well, defense is super stacked. Yeah, they'll be fine. All right, and then all right, the last, last game, game of the weekend. Potentially, the last time we've ever seen Drew Brees play this football game. Thirty to twenty, Tampa Bay takes down the New Orleans Saints. In a honestly a shocker in my opinion. That was a great game. Was a good game. Um, Drew Brees, nineteen of thirty-four, hundred thirty-four yards, one touchdown, three picks. What a way to uh, go out. Jameis also threw that touchdown, that one touchdown, too. Yeah, that was pretty cold. That was pretty cold. I have to say, they came in and threw a touchdown. I was like, okay, okay, Winston. He said, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Trust me. Uh, this is extremely likely. I'm, go- I'm willing to say almost guaranteed to be Drew Brees' last game. 
Just based off of solely how he was acting, I think so. Yeah, I mean, he was talking to Jameis on the sideline. I don't know if you've seen this clip, but it looked like he found the words like, this is your team now, something like that. After the game, they had a really cool moment of him and Tom Brady playing catch. Tom Brady was just like playing catch with uh, Drew Brees' kids and stuff. That's so wild. Yeah, so this kind of seems like it is Drew Brees' last game. This was it, yeah. Um, I, I mean, like, have you seen all the stuff that came out about this? Like, uh, Michael Thomas said, it came out that Michael Thomas played with, like, this injury and this injury and this injury and this injury and this injury, but he can't, he played because he wanted to win a Super Bowl with Drew Brees. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, um, Tom Brady this didn't look, hurts. Yeah, yeah. I don't even like Drew Brees like that, but this hurts, dude. I don't know. I don't, yeah. it's hard to imagine an NFL without Drew Brees. It really is. I mean, it was hard to... I mean, Philip Rivers retired today, too. Yeah, I know. Officially. Just... I mean, oh. we were kind of all expecting it, but it was official as of today. Yeah, dude. He, he actually already has a position coaching a high school in Alabama. Good for him. Yeah. Dog, man. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I have it's to tough give the props sure. to Tom Brady. There's two things I want to say about this uh, before anything. One, um... I don't ever want to hear any questioning about Tom Brady being a system quarterback ever again because this man is insane inside and out of the New England Patriots. Yep. Um, secondly, yes, they gave him weapons, and guess what? He thrived. They, just imagine like, imagine if the Patriots got him more weapons outside of, like, literally Rob Gronkowski. The Patriots Dog, they might have won, like, two the more The Patriots were never good at drafting skill position players. Not at the all. Best re- <laughs> the best receiver they had was Gronkowski. Exactly. So the best, like, receiver-receiver they had was probably Randy Moss. I mean, that's a pretty good one, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the point is, is, like, that was a free agency guy that they had to go get. Yeah. Uh, they are, they, Julian Edelman drafting, and Wes Walker yeah, drafting were, like, their wide, best guys dra- Drafting wide receivers, the best they ever had was Julian Edelman and Wes Walker. Right. Wes Walker, I have to say, was a pretty good one, and Julian Edelman did have some fire catches in Super Bowls, so... There's that. Also, yeah, Malcolm Butler are... is a legend in... New England, so. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, um, it, it, New England is just really good at finding those, like, like out-of-nowhere guys. But look at what Tommy Terrific can do when with Leonard Mike Evans Fournette, and Chris Ronald Godwin Jones. and Leonard Fournette and Antonio Brown. Rob Gronkowski like, again. <laughs> yeah, Gronk still. Antonio Brown playing really good football and not causing issues. Scott Miller, because he had to get his token white guy on the team. Uh, it's true. Chris Godwin. Like, this team is disgusting, and he's playing out of his mind. He came out and beat the Saints. Like, that, that's a, that was a kryptonite for him this season. And what did he do? He came out and beat them. And now he's going to the conference championship to play Aaron Rodgers. Did you see that stat about Tom Brady and, like, NFC playoff wins? How he has, like, just as many as, like, Drew Brees and, like, Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, Rogers NFC playoff wins? Yeah, because he's won six Super Bowls. Right? He beat all six oh, of the so NFC playoff, teams. Playoff teams against NFC. Playoff wins, playoff against, wins NFC against NFC. That's, that's basically Okay, so yeah, it'd be eight. He has eight, and he has like just as many as like Drew Brees. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought that was nuts. I thought that was a very nutty stat. He's been in the AFC for 20 years. Yeah, and he was in the NFC this year. That's what's crazy to me. Anyway. Um, but yeah, Tom Brady's doing his thing, and he's doing his thing well. Uh, Leonard Fournette had a good day. Uh, I think he had really good receiving yards, plus really good game day on the ground. Ronald Jones did his thing too. Shoot, even Tom Brady rushed for a touchdown today. Like I, I don't even know, dude. Like, the, 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 yeah, oh. Bucks are scary. Bucks are very scary, and Green Bay should be very scared. I agree. This is going to be a good rematch because this was kind of a blowout the first time they played. I believe the Bucks kind of Bucks shit on them, smacked them. Aaron Rodgers came out there, did like scored like two touchdowns, and then proceeded to get eviscerated. Yeah, it was thirty-eight to ten. I remember yeah, something Bucks stupid won. like that. Yeah. That wasn't Tampa, to be fair. This is the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. But if there's anybody who I trust to play in cold weather, it's based on definitely history, Tom Brady. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. So it's almost like he did that for 20 years. Yeah, we'll have to see. It's gonna be a fantastic. I think this is the be- I think this is a better game than the Buffalo KC game. I agree. Uh, but it's to gonna agree. be. They're both gonna be such good games. I don't even care. But but one of what's crazy is that the NFC Championship is what probably like thirty-five-year-old Aaron Rodgers and forty-three-year-old Tom Brady, and, and the, the AFC, AFC Championship is like twenty-three-year-old like Patrick Mahomes and twenty-three-year-old Josh Allen or something. Yeah, like that. I know that's crazy. They were showing Nuts. the stat um, that the youngest person playing or the oldest person in the in the AFC divisional round was twenty-five. I think it was um, 
It wasn't Lamar. It wasn't Mahomes. It wasn't. What was the other dude? It wasn't Baker. I think it was Mahomes. How old is Mahomes? I think he's like 25. It's probably Mahomes. He has a year yeah, on Baker 25. and Josh Allen. Yeah, he's 25. So he was the oldest person in the AFC playoffs left. The youngest person in the NFC playoffs left was 26-year-old Jared Goff. Yeah, right? And that's that is crazy. Cute. That's nuts. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so that's um, that's definitely uh, – it's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be crazy. So we're hope I'm hoping for a good game. We're gonna see young, basically young, young class versus new class. That's basically what the Super Bowl is gonna be like. Yeah, definitely. Because what was the Super Bowl last year? It was Chiefs Niners? I felt like that was new class versus new class. This is gonna be old class versus new class. Especially if Tampa, especially if Tampa Bay goes because they got like Gronk and A. B. and Evans, like those type of older Leonard. Well, I guess yeah. Leonard Fournette's kind of young. He just looks old. He just looks old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good. Ah oh, man, yeah. this is It'll even be fun. If, It'll even be if fun. Green Bay goes like Devonte. Adams and oh yeah, A Raj. Oh, this is gonna be fun. I'm excited for this week. Yep. But there we All have right, it. I went two, two and two. You had two and two. So yeah. with that officially, regardless of what happens, I could go zero and three for the rest of this, and I would still win by one game. So I have taken the crown, put it atop my head. Congratulations, young Aaron Rodgers. I do my best out there. <laughs> So as of a right now, a. A. Rod Rodgers. <laughs> before we end it, before we completely end everything, uh, regular season finals where I went 165 right, 91 wrong. Eric went 162 right and 94 wrong. Yep. And then currently I'm at 172 94. Eric is at 168 98. Eric, I, I hope you crack that 170. You got two wins. You got to just get two of these right. Just two of the last two three right and you can crack 170. Yeah. Mm, I can do that. Let's That's free real I hope. Should we throw in the Pro Bowl? <laughs> I'm kidding. We're never doing that. Uh, that's, that's good. All right, let's talk it. We're kicking things off this weekend. Who's playing first? Uh, Bucks Packers is first. Ooh. Yeah, I think we start with the better game. Yeah, might as well. We're here now. Yeah. Bucks Packers uh, in Lambeau. Freezing cold tundra. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, two legends of the game, two future Hall of Famers, no doubt about it. First ballot. Tom Brady, the three-time league MVP. Aaron Rodgers, the soon-to-be-two-time MVP. Unless they skew the vote, which I would hate. Yes. Um, So we have the one-seeded Packers taking on the five-seeded Bucks, interestingly. Uh, The only wild-card team to make it this far. Well, And they're probably the best wild-card team to make it this far. Technically the Bills. Yeah, I was like, if you want to get, I meant, like, I meant like, like, I know like you the, meant Buc- five, the Bucks like, didn't yeah. win their division. This five, morning. six, yeah. or seven, I get what you mean. Uh, this will be a close one for sure. This was a slaughter fest earlier this week in Tampa, and I would like to remind the class that uh, the Super Bowl is in Tampa this year. Which, for for if you don't know, as to remind the class, no team that has played in a, uh, no team has played in their own stadium for a Super Bowl. It's true. The closest, the closest was Minnesota. Was the Vikings for yeah. yeah Super Bowl and the 52, Eagles said, yep, yeah. And then they and, decided uh, they not only smacked them in the in the NFC Championship, they proceeded to go and win a Super Bowl in their stadium. I think the Eagles did true. the most disrespectful thing possible to the Vikings that year. Anyway, continue. Um, if there would be one player ever to play one the Super Bowl in his home stadium, it's Tom freaking Brady. It is Tom freaking Brady, dude. But I'm having a hard time believing that this Packers team, who is absolutely fucking raw, I they're I think they're they're solid from top to bottom. Yes, is going to lose this game. Okay, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers to win this game. This is going to be one scrappy game. This is going to be one heck of a game. I think personally <clears throat> that if we were to rank these teams best to worst, one, two, three, four, I think the Packers are the best from top to bottom. I think the Chiefs are probably second, Buccaneers third, Bills are fourth. Just I like, agree 100%. Just like it's not like there's a huge gap between one and four in my opinion either, just so we're clear. Like there's not like a gigantic it's gap. It's true. Yeah, it's not massive. The problem with I have with it is that my inner my inner sports knowledge and my inner like underdog stories are really 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 coming out for this 
because it, it has felt like everything has been like scrappy and everyone has doubted and everyone has gone against Tom Brady for so long. And now he's proving all of them wrong and no one wants to give, cre- give him credit for it. This dude's a man on a mission right now. And I don't care what anyone says. I think he's about to walk in there and smack up Green Bay again this season. So I'm going with the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. It's going to be a good game, though. I won't be sure. Obviously, I'm not going to be. I, I, you guys heard my statement. I think the Packers are the best team roster-wise on paper from top to bottom. But there's some about this. There's some about this Buccaneers team, and I think Antonio Brown is also on a mission. So that like, it like just the story just keeps keeps going. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I, however, Sick. do think if the Buccaneers lose, I don't think this is the last year for Tom Brady. I'm pretty sure he's going no. another year. The day Tom Brady retires is the day I believe Tom Brady retires. Yeah, the minute he I'm, says I'm he retires, si- I'm skipped, I won't see I'm it until it's on of, paper. Yeah, I'm sick of skepticizing that Tom Brady's going to retire because he's not going to. No. So quit asking. Should he have retired last year? Yes, but then we wouldn't have had this great season. So we wouldn't have had this. So, yeah, no matter what, Tom Brady has proved a lot that. He doesn't even have to win. Uh, yeah. He doesn't I don't even. Do yeah, else. exactly. He doesn't have to do anything else. He's he's proved what he needs to. But why why stop there? <laughs> yeah, you're this freaking far. You're, just you're like, already right, here. I'm Might as well I'm keep good, going. G, thanks. Uh, all right, Packers. Hey, y'all want to go to Super Bowl? I've already been. To, I've already been. I've already won six. You need you need yeah. another one? Nah. You know what? You know what? Seven, seven, seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Second game of the weekend. We have the Buffalo Bills in Kansas City taking on the Chiefs. Two seeded Bills, one seeded Chiefs. Another oh. solid matchup for sure. It is seeming like Patrick Mahomes will be healthy for this game, so that is not a factor in, in this decision. I genuinely do think it's still a factor in this decision because I don't think he's fully healthy. Because his toe. Did you see how he was playing in in the in the the yeah. last game? He was like limping every five seconds. I think it's a huge factor in my opinion. I think his toe is not fully healthy, and I think he's going to go out there and not be fully healthy, but I don't blame him because it's the AFC Championship game. So. What are you feeling? This. What's going on? I'm kind of having the same story you just did with the Bucks packers game. Yeah? All my football knowledge, all my reason says that the Chiefs win this game. We On paper, the Chiefs are the better football team. But something about this Bills team, man. I like this Bills team. I think Josh Allen is a really good quarterback. Mm -hmm. I feel like they kind of have this scrappy underdog mentality. City of Buffalo has never been, has never won a Super Bowl, hasn't been to a Super Bowl in like since 94 or whatever. Didn't they lose like four straight? They did lose four straight. Like the whole Bills mafia is built on this, this personality of misery. Right. The Bills lost four Super Bowls in a row. No team Dog, has lost three Super Bowls in a row. Dog, I could, I couldn't imagine. That's right. Tough Bill, that's tough, Bills fans. Yeah, like the Bills Mafia is built on the fact that the Bills have been a miserably terrible team since this in this era. Mm-hmm. And they made the playoffs what like three years ago. It was Sean McDermott's first year. They like sweeped in as a six seed. Hail Andy Dalton for that one. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then they had a good year last year, and then, like, this is the best Bills team that they've had since Jim Kelly. Yeah. Something about this Bills team is cr- calling to me, man. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills to win this football game. Okay. I think there's two things that play a huge factor into my into my decision. One. If I picked the Chiefs, I'd be a hypocrite, especially since I just talked about the Buccaneers and Packers and the whole underdog story and throwing out all my football knowledge. I feel like that made me a hypocrite. <laughs> but other than that, uh, I don't think Packer, Patrick Mahomes is 100%. What I do think, though, is that the Bills have one of the better secondaries in the league and something that the Chiefs thrive on is burning people with their with, with Patrick Mahomes' crazy strong arm and they're crazy strong receiving core and tight yeah, end. I, I do Kale, like the Bills corners. Travis Kelsey, all those people. But I think that if we if you have the personnel, you can kind of slow them down a little bit. I think Patrick Mahomes just isn't healthy enough for this run. I don't think he, he had the same – he's having the same type of playoff run. I think if, if, it, if it comes down to it, Chad Henney has to play the game. I just don't think he has it in him to win it, even though I give him props for guts. I give him all the props in the world for how much guts that man has. Chad Henney, a goat in my eyes, okay? Okay, but I'm gonna have to agree with you. I think this is this is this is Buffalo's time. 
But they're about to go and lose another Super Bowl if they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> in Tampa, for sure. In my story, t- Tom yeah. Brady said, "I'm give me a seventh. I want okay. another one. So, so you're taking the Bills and the Bucks to go to the Super Bowl. Double B And the Bucks to win the Super Bowl? Yes, sir. Okay, I'm taking the Bills and the Packers to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm taking the Packers to win the Super Bowl. Dog, in both of our stories, the Bills fans just get to cry more. <laughs> I think they have a very bright future, though. Oh, yeah, I think they'll get there again eventually. Just not – I don't think they win it this year. No, I think the Packers and the Bucks are both way too good. Yeah, agreed. But if the Chiefs go and they have a two-week off Patrick Mahomes, that's going to be that, – That's honestly, scary, too. The best – if I want to be honest, if I want to see, like, the best possible game – in my eyes, I think Buccaneers versus Chiefs is probably my favorite because Tom Brady versus Mahomes, 2.0, but in the Super Bowl instead of the AFC Championship game? Yeah. Woo! I'm uh, ready for my, that. My least favorite game is Packers-Chiefs. Because, that is my least favorite uh, game, yes. I don't, want the state, I don't want the State Farm commercials to be that fire. <laughs> the There's going to be a Bowl. State Farm commercial every other commercial. Yeah, I'm going to be sick of it. State Farm's going to be like, yes. Yes, you know State, <laughs> State Farm. You know State Farm. <laughs> State Farm's in the corner, like please, 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 right, please, yeah. please, please, please. <laughs> Josh Allen be... wins. Shit! Hey, get Josh Allen on the phone right now. We need the commercials. <laughs> He's young, yeah, right? Be actu- I'd be actually miserable if it was Packers Chiefs just oh, for the State Farm. Commercial. Oh, like a good neighbor, man. That'd be not yeah. sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. I wish. Not State sponsored. Farm, though. I'll change my pick right here, right now. <laughs> Stays farm, you want to throw me some money real quick I will gladly yeah. take Chiefs Packers, no problem Alright, so in conclusion For ch- conference championships You're taking the Bucks and the Bills yes. I'm taking the Packers and the Bills Yes Kansas City okay. also, this is their third AFC championship at home No AFC team has done it In a row One of the uh, only team, to, the first team to do it in the NFC Who? Andy Reid's Philadelphia Eagles I didn't know that That's pretty cool Pretty sure yep. we lost all three of them. Uh, I think you won the last one. <laughs> and Did then we? lost the Super Bowl. Ah, that's true. I yeah. believe that's was that the, Was that yeah, the field believe... goal game against the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember because you lost the – yeah, it was you lost the championship to the Bucs. You lost the championship to the Panthers. And then beat, won the championship and lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah, poor Andy Reid. I'm glad he has a Super Bowl, though. I'm really happy for him. It's true. It, yeah, if – if Andy Reid didn't win a Super Bowl in his lifetime, I would have been sad. So, but now he's got the one. I can go back to hating the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. We can go back so to hating. So it's fine. Them. But I'll still be happy if he wins one. You know, I'd be. I would yeah. be mad about it. All yeah, right. I mean, I'll, I'll be happy for exclusively Andrew Andy Reid. Exactly. And Lashawn McCoy got one too, so that was happy. I was happy for that. Yeah, that was awesome. Um. All right. So there was one more thing that we were going to discuss this week. We did kind of go a little longer than I thought for f- six football games. By the way. Um. We were going to talk about the NFL head coaching positions, a little carousel that's going on here. Uh, There was enough hirings, I feel like, to the point where we can actually talk about it. Yes. Um, There were – how many teams lost their head coach? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Unless I missed one. You'll tell me if I missed one, but we'll start anyway. I believe Uh, it was eight. We'll figure it out. Trust me. Uh, The Detroit Lions fired Matt Patricia. Jacksonville, Atlanta, Houston, New York, Jets. No, you're right. It is only seven. Chargers, Eagles. Yeah, okay. All right, let's kick things off with the Lions. I have the Lions here. They fired Matt Patricia, and then they hired Dan Campbell, who was Dan the Campbell assistant, is the head, assistant coach head coach, of coach the Saints. and tight ends coach. He looks like a PC principal. That's what everybody's been saying. That's funny. He's a tight ends coach? Yeah, he was also the assistant head coach, though. Hmm. How do you feel about that? I, I don't know enough about head coaches and like coaches in general to talk about them. Um, I can talk about exclusively like Urban Meyer because I know what to expect from him. Yeah, typically you'll you'll see OCs and DCs get hired, so it is. It, but and then assistant head coaches for sure, and then even special teams coordinators like Joe Judge was a special teams coordinator before he was the coach of the Giants. Mm-hmm. So typically that's what you'll see. I'm not I'm not completely opposed to this for sh- at all. Um, I think that there are better hires out there for sure, but clearly the Lions see something with this guy, mm-hmm. so I'm not opposed to it at all. I kind of like it. And the Saints are winners. They just get kind of screwed every year. 
Except for exclusively this year, they kind of just lost it. They didn't really do anything in particularly like bad. Yeah, like they just they lost it themselves. Nothing crazy happened. Controversial. Uh, I think the biggest hire so far has been Jacksonville Jaguars firing Doug Marone and hiring Urban Meyer from former o- OSU head coach. Yeah, this former is the Ohio one State I can before that Florida before know, Utah. Yeah, um, I I like the call. Typically, college coaches don't work out in the NFL. It's very rare that they do. Yeah, um, I mean, I'll, yeah, Chip Kelly is one that didn't work Chip out, Kelly. right? Uh, I will cite ones that did work out. Jimmy Johnson was the head coach at the U before he was the coach of the Dallas Cowboys in the nineties. True, that worked out clearly. Um, worked out pretty Pete well, Carroll yeah. in you at USC. Pete Carroll, works but the out difference with well. Pete Carroll is that before he was at USC, he was the head coach, I believe, of the Jets. I wouldn't know. So, like, you could argue that that didn't really work out. It, you know, it, that one's kind of different, for sure. So, very rarely does a college coach work out in the NFL. Urban Meyer, I feel like, brings a little bit of a change. Yeah. There's a big change going on in Jacksonville. Jacksonville has the first overall pick. I think they have a lot of draft capital because they also have another first-round pick this year. He was a head coach of the New England Patriots? Yeah, before Belichick. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't hate this. I kind of like it. I like it more than most, honestly. That is yeah. a very good, um, that's a good position for him. I think he'll be okay. Uh, Urban Meyer, I think he's going to come in. He's going to pick, get to pick his quarterback because that's exactly what he's going to get to do because that's what's happening. Um, and then he mm-hmm. gets to build his team pretty much. So I think this is going to be really good for him. Uh, he's coming. I think he's coming into a good situation, if that makes sense. Yes, I agree. Good situation for a new head coach. Like, you don't have to meet. You know, like, kind of like, the best way I can put it is kind of like how Doug Peterson walked in. Like, I know Doug Peterson wasn't, you know, a college coach. Um, but Doug Peterson came in. First year he came in, he came in with who? Carson Wentz. And then they won a Super Bowl. So, like, I think that's good situations for them. Uh, new coaches that can kind of pick their teams and, be, and get, like, some rookies and get some good people around it, especially their quarterback. I think it's going to be really good for them. Obviously, Doug Peterson did do jack after that for reasons we're going to talk about in a minute. But, you know, I think it's I think Urban Meyer is a great fit for Jacksonville. I think if he would have went anywhere else, like, on this list, it would have been really hard for him. I agree. I think Jacksonville is the perfect place. Yeah, exactly. Every, nobody else. Ha- I mean, maybe the maybe the Jets, but I feel like Jacksonville has the best best scenario for him to succeed. Yeah. Not the, like the team as a whole, but him to succeed. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll see. We just have to wait for that. Atlanta Falcons fire Dan Quinn and hire Arthur Smith. I'm pretty sure Dan Quinn is now the offensive or defensive coordinator for the like Cowboys or something. The defensive coordinators for the Cowboys. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. which I like that hire a lot. But um, I, Arthur I, I Smith do too, was but... the. I, I do uh, Arthur as a Smith. non-Cowboys fan. I like yeah, him. Arthur Smith is the OC for the Titans. And we're seeing what he's been doing with what a lot of people thought was an NFL dud in Ryan Tannehill. We're seeing what he's doing with Derrick Henry. Like, the Titans offense, you know, on paper shouldn't be spectacular, but they have been. No, they've been great. So, yeah, I, I like Arthur Smith. I like that hire for sure. Maybe he'll and the thing is, Atlanta the thing offense. is with the Falcons right now is that the Falcons' offense is the is the strength of that team. Yeah. Dan Quinn was a defensive guy before he was the head coach in Atlanta. He was the defensive coordinator for the Seahawks with the Legion of Boom and stuff. Right. So I like the idea of hiring an offensive guy. You go out and get a genius defensive coordinator, whoever you want to go get. I don't know anybody off the top of my head. Doug Peterson. Doug, maybe Dougie P is an offensive guy, my guy. It was a joke. Okay, cool. <laughs> Dougie Peach is like, oh, no, put in the backup. Put in Matt Schaub. It's like Matt Schaub retired. <laughs> Matt Schaub retired. Wait, what? <laughs> you mean I don't get to play what quarterback I want to play? Yeah. I'm quitting this job. Yeah, so I like the hire for Arthur Smith. Not a bad not a bad hire at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston Texans fired Bill O'Brien. Haven't hired anyone yet. From what I've seen, they've interviewed... Jim Caldwell, Marvin Lewis, Joe Brady, Matt Eberflus, the yep. Colts defensive coordinator, uh, Leslie Frazier. That's a cool name, by the way. 
uh, and they've requested interviews for Arthur Smith, who got hired, so that doesn't matter. Uh, Raven, so did Brandon Staley. Yeah. Um, David Culley, the Ravens' assistant head coach, and then Brian De- DeBowl. Interest, yeah. no interview request yet. So, um, um, any, any of those calls? I think the Texans... I think the Texans is probably actually the least interesting. Like if I if I was a, if I was like a prospective head coach and I could pick whichever of these seven teams I could go to, I think my least favorite is the Texans. Agreed, because they just have the weirdest situation. I think Deshaun Watson on, wants out. It's um, rumors have it recently that he might be going to the Dolphins. Jets, which I like a lot. Oh, I thought he was going to the Dolphins. No, right now it's the Jets or the, like the big contenders. The Jets are intelligent as heck then for winning games. Because they not only – they don't have to give up a crazy – I mean, I guess it's still a crazy high pick. But still, you know. Yeah. Shoot, maybe I should have done that in my Jets rebuild. I should have traded for Deshaun fucking Watson, dude. Yeah. So, Sweet I think the Texans, head. if they were to go hire somebody, I think – I like Jim Caldwell and Marvin Lewis, honestly. Mm. Um, I mean, it, but they've been doing, I mean, interviews since December. That's the thing. That's the difference. Yeah. They would have probably hired either of them because both of them got interviewed in December. Yeah. Probably because they weren't doing anything. True. I believe I, I believe Marvin Lewis is the DC at Arizona State right now with uh God, what's his name? You play to win the game. Couldn't tell you. Herm Edwards, that's his name. Okay. I wouldn't know, but I'm Good old Herm know. Edwards. <laughs> he I'm plays ha- to win the game. You know. Yeah. Um so I I think in order to reset the Texans, I like somebody with head coaching experience. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, personally, I like Jim Caldwell and Marvin Lewis, but the people that they've interviewed and requested interviewed, I'm not opposed to any of these. I think they're all good candidates. Um, I think it's criminal that Eric Bieniemy hasn't been hired yet. I've He was honestly, outside of this you know, wildcard Urban Meyer, he was probably my favorite candidate. Wait, Eric? Eric Bieniemy is the uh, Chiefs, Chiefs OC. Oakland. Yeah, that doesn't make sense in my head. Yeah, he definitely deserves to be hired. And the only two, and the um, the only two that haven't hired yet are the Texans and the Eagles. Can you imagine him going to the Eagles though? Yo, low key, that'd be kind of good, especially for keeping I mean, Wentz. Dougie P was Andy Reid's OC before he was the head coach of the Eagles. He won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. So I kind of like Eric Bieniemy to the Eagles. Um, they've interviewed uh. Robert Sala and Arthur Robert Smith Sala. were now off the candidate, yes, but they've and also Nick Sirianni. And we yeah. also we also did the requested interviews with the Cowboys defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator. It was the Cowboys OC, not the DC. I thought it was both. Former ODC, the dude who got fired. I don't see that on this my list. Uh, I thought they. I I think I got an alert about it. I could be wrong. It definitely was the OC. I, mean, I could be wrong about the DC. Yeah, they requested to interview Kellen Moore, but Kellen Moore turned down the Boise State job to stay in Dallas, so I doubt it'll be Kellen Moore. Um, they've requested for Josh McDaniels, which, from personal experience, that's a trap. Not worth it. That's former Broncos head coach Josh McDaniels. He is the one who gave us Tebow. Well, I mean, so, that, he, Tebow did win a playoff game. He did. Do yeah, with that so. what you will. Yeah, I mean, True. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. I hope they request an interview with him. We also uh, reached out to Lincoln Riley. The Lincoln Riley's not leaving Oklahoma. Uh, under, yeah, 100%. Can't confirm that. He's got it made there. Wasn't Jared uh, Mayo a former NFL player? Yeah, like recently. I was surprised to see that name there, too. Jared um, was like also, Todd Bowles was... Yeah, Todd Bowles was also the head coach of the Jets before uh, Adam Gase. So he has head coaching experience. He's from the uh, he's from the Andy Reid coaching tree too. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, I'm surprised I, that nobody's interviewing Anthony Lynn. Honestly, yeah, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm pretty surprised no one's interviewed Doug Peterson. <laughs> yeah, Doug Peterson's a good coach. He's just bad fit for the Eagles right now. Yeah. Interesting. All right, so Texans, we're looking for them. The Jets, uh, since we talked about everybody else at this point, the Jets and the Chargers have each hired coaches now. Brandon Staley? 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 Yeah, Brandon Staley. He was the uh, the Rams DC. Yes, and then Robert Saleh. Yeah, Robert Saleh. 
it was the uh, 49ers. A lot of people thought he was going to get a head coaching job last year, didn't, stayed in San Francisco, gets one this year. Gets one this year. Good for him. Um, I think he's a great fit for the Jets. They're, they're going to be a very young team, and they're going to have to be a very defensive-minded team because of what, they, what their defense kind of has here. I love the I love Robert Sala because Adam Gase is a is a personality dud, right? Yes. Robert Sala, like you watch him on the sideline, he has juice, like he exactly. like he's energetic. It's gonna bring a different culture to the Jets, which is what I think they need right now. And mm-hmm. if these rumors about Deshaun Watson are true, like a package with for maybe the second pick and Sam Darnold and you know whatever other details to the Texans for Deshaun Watson. Right. That could be big. I like that move. So I really like Robert Sala as the Jets head coach. Yeah, because if you're going to go out and get someone, I'm 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 okay if you trade your second pick and Sam Darnold for Deshaun Watson instead of using your second pick on like Justin Fields. Like Justin Fields, yeah. I'd rather go get somebody who I know is successful in the NFL. Right. And then now you can use that extra first round pick you have from the Seahawks. Uh like I I would package the second round a second round pick. If I'm the if I'm the Texans, I ask for that second pick. Darnold, and maybe a future like third or higher. Maybe right now it's projected that Darnold is worth a second. Darnold's worth a second? That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe like a fifth. Like I feel like you have to get another pick out of that because it's Deshaun Watson. I agree. Um. But if you're the if you're the Jets, you take that deal ten times out of ten. Especially since like you guys, you know, you your offensive line is lacking. The one thing you do have on the offensive line, I believe, is the left tackle is young. Is it Quinn and yep. Williams? Um, no, Quinn Williams no, is the Quinn defensive, is defensive end. No, it's uh, Mackay Beckton. That guy, he's pretty good. Yep, young guy. I, I so, think I mean, he's very good. I like the Jets' O-line better than the Texans' O-line. I do, do, and if Deshaun Watson just does any amount of things that he did with the Texans, it's a... Uh, that's a, that Jets team could be really good, especially in a very questionable division because the only team in the division that we think is actually good right now is the Buffalo Bills. I mean, and yeah. the Dolphins to an extent, but, like, the Dolphins are too streaky for my liking. I agree. And then the Eagles have fired Doug Peterson, and I, 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 wow. <laughs> yeah, it was shocking. Um, Not because – so after hearing the explanation on why, I wasn't as shocked. But I'm, I was still taken aback when it happened because I didn't expect him to get fired. I thought they were just going to let Carson Wentz walk, essentially. And instead, they fired Doug Peterson. Yeah. So that proves to me that the Eagles management – first off, shout out to the Eagles management because that's a, that's a gutsy decision right now. You Super Bowl winning coach, two years not too far removed. Yeah, you had a rough season, but you had a lot of injuries. Jim Schwartz just retired. You know, you're, the Eagles are revamping their entire coaching staff right now, basically. That's a big, big, bold move from Doug Peterson, um, or from the management to fire Doug Peterson. Yeah. But now here's the problem. What do you do about Jalen Hurts if you're keeping Carson Wentz? You keep him on his backup. I think you keep both. Yeah, but is, is, is that what Jalen Hurts is going to want? He can walk when Jaylen his contract's Hur- up. Yeah, he'll walk when his contract's up, but he's a rookie. He, he's got time. Exactly. Carson yeah. Wentz, not so much. Yeah, unfortunately, that's just the reality for the rookies is that they're not exactly in the most optimal position to get a choice in that matter. Exactly. But, I mean, to be fair, knowing Carson Wentz's history, Jalen Hurts will have a chance. <laughs> yeah. So, I think, I think yeah, someone like um, – they, they've interviewed the Titans – oh, wait, that we've already talked about this. Um, yes. Yeah, I really would love to see them actually go out and get um, the Chiefs. Oh, see, that'd be really good. Uh, yeah, I like Eric Bieniemy. I like Eric Bieniemy. I like Todd Bowles. Yeah, I think those are two really good head coaches. Those are my two favorites right now. Just in, yeah. Um, realistic. Yeah, I hope yeah. they do it. It would make the most sense. So we'll still, we'll just have to see what the Eagles do. And I swear to God, if they hire freaking the anybody from the Cowboys, I'm just calling it quits now. There's no way they hire Callan Moore. Callan Moore would have taken the Boise State job. I promise I, you're fine. I hope not, dude. I don't want to deal with that. Anyway. 
on that note, guys, I think that is all from us here for this episode of Behind the Plays. We've talked about coaches. We've talked about the Super Bowl. We've talked about the conference championship. Now that's left is just to enjoy some football. So next week, we'll recap the two conference games, and then we're doing our mock drafts, you said, right? Well, are we doing mock drafts next, next that's week? That's what you said. That's what you so said. So we're doing it Pro Bowl. For Pro Bowl. What are we going to okay, have to so, upload during so what's Pro next Bowl week? Dog, I don't know. Uh, we'll figure it out. You'll have uh, a podcast. Maybe it's only maybe it's only ten minutes. Maybe you have a ten minute podcast. Maybe it's maybe it's ten nothing. minutes. Maybe it's actually three seconds of us being like, Bucks one, Bills one. <laughs> Bucks one, Bills one. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's been real podcast, and we're right, out. That's it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for uh, listening to us here all over on Behind the Plays. If you guys enjoyed, make sure you hit that like or thumbs up or whatever the heck it is on whatever you're watching. And don't forget to follow us on all of our uh, social medias. They are all linked down in the description below. I am one subscriber away again from 400. I'm pissed because I hit it and just for it to go away. So if you're going to go subscribe and make a, I literally upload six days a week, which is kind of nuts. I didn't, I don't know how I do it, but here I am and stream and <laughs> play on a competitive team and record a podcast every week. Don't know how I'm doing it. I am super do I. right now. But we're here, and we're having a good time. Hope you guys have a great week, and I hope you guys enjoy football. You guys are hearing this on Saturday uh, for the games on Sunday. Have a good one, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you all next time. For me and Eric, we're out. Podcast.